Hello, Saints. Todd here with SafeguardYourSoul.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so blessed to have these moments together in the Word of God. Uh, And remember, Saints, there's nothing, there's nothing, no thing uh, happening on God's planet that is even remotely as important as the work of the gospel and feeding the sheep of Jesus Christ for whom he died to save so that they can grow in grace, they can be edified, they can be equipped for the work of the ministry according to the scriptures. And let me just guarantee you this one thing, by the grace of God, this outreach will continue to unapologetically endeavor to preach the whole of the word of God, regardless of who gets offended or not, in Jesus' name. And please remember that your prayers and support are vital to this operation. Thank you. Okay, you know, we hear the verse many times today, and it's a Bible verse, but sometimes it's being misused, I believe. There's many verses in the Bible are being misused to the benefit of those that teach it in many cases, and to feed the self-life, to seduce you, First John 2, 24. That's what false teachers do. They allure through the lust of the flesh, Second Peter chapter 2. They allure, allure. Think about the word lure. When you lure a fish, you're trying to fake him out. You're trying to get him to bite on something he thinks is food, but it's really not. And it's got a hook in it. And that's what false doctrine's all about. They're trying to get you to bite on something, but there's a hook in it. And it's a, it's a hook that's going to drag you downward into hell if you follow it. Because if you do not continue in the doctrine of Christ, you do not have God. Second John verse 10 and 11. You've got to continue in, be established and continue in the doctrine of Scripture which reveals Christ. And if you knew the Word, we know the Word, then we're not going to be drawn away. We're going to be able to be like the Bereans and put every person and every doctrine to the test to see that it is Scripture they're teaching in context with the whole counsel of God's Word. So the Bible says that death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. But the authentic disciples' prayerful confession of God's Word by the way, should be God's word verbatim, should go, perhaps could go this way, using the power of your tongue. Yes, it does say in, in Proverbs 18, 20 and 21, that death and life are in the power of the tongue. So I am crucified with Christ. Use the power of the tongue to, to be crucified, to, to speak forth and declare that you're crucified with Christ, to be the first one I'd list. Galatians two twenty. How about this one? All my personal rights are hereby waived because I belong to Jesus and live only to bring him glory. First Corinthians 1, 29 and 31 speak of that no flesh should glory in his presence. Okay, here's another confession. We hear a lot about confess this, and it's normally confess that you're going to live in a big house and you're going to drive a really expensive vehicle. It's all about self, and they're being taught this by those that are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose God is their belly, their carnal appetites. That's the definition of false teachers in the end of Philippians 3. Here's another good confession. Without Jesus, I can do nothing of value, eternal value in God's eyes. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, without me, ye can do nothing. That is, without being crucified with me in an abiding relationship. John 15, 5. Okay, how about this confession? Since death and life are in the power of the tongue. Jesus can only work in and through me as my life is laid down, flattened in humility and brokenness, and totally dependent upon him. How about this confession? Father in heaven, you promised it would happen to me. So I choose to embrace suffering, persecutions, ridicule, affliction 
afflictions of the gospel, that is, chastening trials, tribulations, and mocking for loving, declaring, and worshiping my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's a good confession. Amen. I embrace the things that you say are going to happen. In fact, Paul said, all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. So I would say we need to confess the word, not just picking, cherry picking a verse here or there to try to apply it to the to getting the things of this world. And that's what the heathen seek after, Jesus said. The true remnant body of Christ are those who are taking root downward and bearing fruit upward. Their whole life is centered around and consumed by Jesus Christ and by their worship and love for him. Amen. They are dead and their life is hid with Christ and God. And that brings us to our next confession. I am dead and my life is hid with Christ in God. Hallelujah. All you're doing is confessing the word. Colossians 3. 3. I just wonder why. I really, really, really really wonder why these clowns, these prosperity devils, prosperity preacher devils, never have people encourage people to confess verses like this, like Galatians 2.20. I am crucified with Christ. That's what Paul confessed. And death and life are in the power of the tongue. Yeah, death to self and life to God and to him who is the life in our lives. So just a little bit of a application of a verse according to the whole counsel of God's word. This is just a few. I'm not going to read all of these. This is uh, take from a chapter and piece of uh, the book, I Die Daily. I want to encourage you to get that book. Also, a book that is on the same subject called Raised Up. Absolutely will change your life. The incorporation of the Word of God and the adhering to the daily cross and the experiencing of the raising up or the resurrection power and grace of God in your life. You know, that resurrection life is to be manifested every day in our lives. But God's not going to raise up somebody unless they're willing to die and they will identify themselves with the death of Christ, Romans 6, etc. So here's another confession. As God blesses me to be used to communicate his truth and love, when I am persecuted, I will bless and pray for and love those that bring that persecution. I will bless them. I will love them. And I'm going to pray for them. Amen. What are you doing? You're confessing Matthew 5.44. Jesus said, love your enemies. Bless those that curse you. Love them. Matthew 5.44. Here's another one. Here's another confession coming from John. John 3.30, where John the Baptist said, he must increase, I must decrease. So here's a good confession. We just confess that verse. Lord Jesus, you must increase, but I must decrease. Here's another one coming from 1 Corinthians 6.19 and 20. I am not my own, but bought with the price of Christ's holy blood. Amen. I'm not my own today. I'm Christ. I am his. I was bought by his blood. Amen. You're just confessing and praying the word of God. Now, that's the biblical context, the proper use for the verse that death and life are in the power of the tongue. Here's another one. According to Luke 22:42, when Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane, where he sweated blood in preparation and just before he went to the cross. This is a good confession. Father, not my will, but rather thine be done. I tell you, you want peace. You shouldn't do this just because you want peace. You should just do this because you love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. But I can tell you that peace is going to ensue. It's going to come when you really confess that it's not your will today, but his be done. Amen. You're crucified with Christ. You're taking root downward and you're praising God that he's going to bless you, your life to bear fruit upward and that you're crucified with Christ. Here's another one. Another good positive confession. Yeah, positively the word of God. According to Philippians 2, verse 3 through 5. Okay, from this day forward, I choose to submit to being dead and buried with Christ and ask God to help me. 
die to the self-life and follow Christ by lifting up others above myself. And let me tell you, friend, that's what you're going to do when you really live in the crucified life, is your whole life will be seeking the face of and lifting up Christ and others, never yourself. And that's the antithesis of the crucified life. Okay, now declare this also. Are you ready? Right here. Go. No more shall I be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ in Jesus' precious name. There's another confession, Romans 1.16. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God and the salvation to everyone that believeth. Are you ashamed of Christ? You need to be identified with his death, friend, to die. Paul said, I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. He also said, God forbid that I should glory save or accept in the cross of our Jesus Christ, by whom the the world is crucified unto me and I unto the world. Galatians 6.14. So a good confession would be, I am a servant of Jesus Christ and he is my identity. He's my whole identity. I determine not to know anything among the people of the world save Jesus Christ and him crucified. All right. Let's grab another one here. Joyfully and in utter gratitude, I give up all my rights, all the rights, all rights to my own life that Christ might reign and in and through this vessel that you've made. That's a good confession right there. That's a really good And I, anyway, you can read the rest of them and so much more in this book, I Die Daily, which many have commented on. You can look at the I Die Daily page on safeguardyoursoul.com. Just look at the drop-down menu titled Books, and the, the, all the books that the ministry has put out so far to teach the Word of God are there. Look at the what others are saying about I Die Daily and consider what learning this daily cross, which is, as one writer, uh, one person comment, commented said, this is not an option for the true disciple. It's an absolute necessity. And another person commented that this, the way that this book delineates between the propitiatory, the atoning sacrifice cross of Christ's blood and the practical or the daily cross absolutely revolutionized their thinking. And then also just another person talked about the treasure of this book and how it is finally brought to light and helped them to understand what the daily cross is all about. At first, that seems like quite a concept. It's very, very, it's the intention synthesis of what the self-life is and what the flesh is all about. And so when we first start hearing about Jesus saying, deny yourself, take up the cross and follow me, it's pretty alarming because we've lived our whole life to glorify ourselves. But now we're saved. So we're to, we're to live to please the master. Amen. Let me finish by reading the ta- chapter titles here in the book, I Die Daily. The cross is the first chapter. The second chapter, the essential cross of Christ. Chapter three, the essential cross of the believer. Chapter four, the daily cross in prayer. Chapter Chapter 5, from which I was reading, confess this. Chapter 6, the cross in light of his appearing. Chapter 7, O wretched man that I am, Romans 7, 24. Chapter 8, the cross and the identity of all saints. Chapter 9, the cross and the wolf. Chapter 10, them that seduce you. 1 John 2, I believe it's verse 24. Chapter 11, the intentional circumvention of the cross. Chapter 12, the conquering and victorious power of desire. Chapter 13, I keep under my body. 1 Corinthians 9, 27. All right, and finally, the 14th chapter, Making Peace with God. God bless you, friend. Thank you for listening. I pray that God will bless each of us today to live crucified and resurrected life. Amen. Dead, buried, and raised up with Christ in his power and grace to please him alone and to bring fruit for his eternal glory. Feel free to visit safeguardyoursoul.com and you'll find out more about this book, I Die Daily and the Crucified Life. 
Well, brothers and sisters, it's been a blessing to spend these moments with you in the Word of God. And remember, there's hundreds of more Christ-centered, scripture-rich, edifying podcast on safeguardyoursoul.com forward slash audios. There's also a store page with uh, uh, several, many books on there for your uh, edification in Christ. They're all scripture rich and Christ centered. Also tens of thousands uh, of saints and sinners are being reached every month. And uh, your prayers are coveted for the fruitfulness and supply of this outreach. God be praised, by the way, for those who are supporting. And feel free to visit uh, our donate page on the site. And uh, uh, you can use your debit card, PayPal, or Patreon. And you can become a monthly sustaining member if you choose to do so. And a gift of any amount is so appreciated. Part of this outreach uh, is to equip and supply other ministering disciples across our great country and uh, all over the world. And uh, may God be praised that uh, there's fruitfulness happening among his people and through his beloved saints as we know that the return of our Lord Jesus Christ draws nigh. And we say together, In the words of Revelation 22, even so, come Lord Jesus. Amen.